Hello, this is Sundays with Kay. My son, Travis, and I, we have uh, a telephone conversation about things that are happening and, and, and bring up questions and reaching over and lighting a candle so that there'll be more bright light. Now, the subject I was going to talk today that I talked to him about was these things that are blossoming, popping up out of the earth that not a lot of people are aware of unless they're traveling. And then they're finding out one of the things is this is the first time in the history of the planet that when countries have a war with each other, they're reaching out to pick up the people that they conquered instead of bringing them in to be their slaves. They're educating them, helping them stand on their own feet. And this isn't just the United States doing this. This is other people doing this. And it's a wonderful thing. So what we're headed for now, the transition that's coming about, is it has always been the thought pattern, power over, power over, power over. And in the Bible, the, they had a God in there, but this God was to help the people at hand have power over something, power over uh, a bad condition, uh, power over another country that was going to take them over. It was always power over, power over. But now our consciousness is waking up enough to where we realize that doesn't get it. They never will get it. There'll always be somebody who's going to overpower you. You're going to get old. Times are going to change. There's going to be power over you. Only now our consciousness is opening, unfolding, as you may say, unfolding to where we realize we need to have power with and to understand that that's how we were created. We are peace of God. It's like myself, I am God acting as K, not K acting as God. That, that's, that's, that's a wrong conclusion, <laughs> but God acting as K. And so with this K, God is flowing through and it is feeling like a wee thing. And we are creating. Although God is doing the creating, I'm the instrument like I'm a like a, like I'm a pair of pliers. And the joy of that. Any time that I start thinking that I need to tell God what to do, God, I have this need, I have that need, this is threatening me. I need you to stop it. I'm totally off. And the whole world's catching on to that. And it's happening as these new kids are being born. This isn't their first time around. And it's being understood with our companies. One company reaching out, helping another country, helping uh, another company. And I think personally that the computers have a whole lot to do with it. 
It's pretty mm-hmm. hard. You know, a war has to be sold. And usually it takes about 10 years to create a monster in somebody's mind. So we got to go get the monster before the monster eats up. Well, it's pretty hard to tell the people here in the United States that say Russia that their monsters may eat their kids for breakfast when you just got through doing playing a game of chess with them. Mm-mm. Doesn't fly. Um, the ability to travel. We're seeing that too, and we're touching into. There are people who happen to have the money that will call up and say, uh, "Hey, I'll meet you for lunch today." And <laughs> they're in one country, flying half across the globe to another country, and they really do have lunch together. And then there's a little lunch, and then they come back. That was never before done. We haven't gone that far since when the automobile was first uh, invented, doctors, well-meaning doctors, were teaching that if you went over 22 miles an hour, it had a bad effect on the brain, and you would finally become a nutcase. Well, in a way, maybe they're right, but actually, it does not disturb them. Now, we're in these airplanes flying zoom. And we are unfolding our consciousness, realizing that we can more and expand more. When we get in a in a uh, boat, we don't think that we're going to go bump into the sky out there because when we're on the shore, it looks like the sky is touching the ocean. We've unfolded. Mm-hmm. So you were saying how uh, war has changed and, and maybe people's approach to war. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure some of our listeners would want me to include what's going on in Korea and mm-hmm. and what do we think does that seem more like a standoff between you know our country and theirs where it's not necessarily really leading to as threat as much as it is maybe just uh an old idea or a, a part of the old world, like resurfacing, trying to keep its power and position, but because of the way that things are going, mm-hmm. that it won't have the momentum to turn into something catastrophic, like everyone is afraid. What do you? What do you? What are your thoughts? Yeah, on? that that's that's what I love. That word that you use, momentum. Very important word, momentum. And it's like when, when, when people first start something, they say, well, this is ineffective. But when you get some momentum behind it, then it becomes effective. Now, like when we got rid of Saddam Hussein, did anything really change? Gaddafi, did anything really change? Well, not particularly. Nothing that much that we noticed. Uh-uh because of the way the people have been thinking, and they have a lot of momentum around behind that type of thinking. But there's, you know, the ones that flew over the cuckoo's nest. This one Mm -hmm. came out of it and brought back something. This one got out of it and brought back something. Now there's starting to be a momentum, and, and it, is not going to take lifetimes before we see the improvement like before. It's going to be within a lifetime. Yes. But what do you think um, 
Like, we, are, are are you, we, do we need that? to worry about Korea? Yeah. Like, what you're what do you think? No. Because, because you're if, saying if how... we do, then we're sending a thought that Korea has this special power that is over the power that we have here. We're back to the old struggle, power over, power over, power over, power over. No, 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 no. In actuality, as far as power, true power is concerned, there's only one power, and that's the power of God. There's only one. The other is always a false power, and it falls over to the side. It flops over because it has nothing to stand on. Only the people's belief system. And like I said, this one's learning, that one's learning, and bring it back. And their belief system is going to collapse out from underneath them. And then they'll find out, well, we didn't have any power. Only how we were created, which is to be constructive, to have joy, all of that never, never dies in us. Never, never dies. We know it is there. And now we're having some breathing space here and there. We don't need to worry about Korea, except to, like, way back, let's go back to Winston Churchill. The only thing we need to be afraid of is fear itself. Oh, I I didn't mean um, if we need to be afraid of them, but Uh how how maybe that would be um, a sign of the times of, is is it an old... Uh, thought form dying or does yes. it have the momentum in, in today's yes, it direction? It is an old thought form dying. Yes, it is. And there is so much beautiful land in it, over there that this is a situation. And the situation being, everybody wants to run in and grab that land. And that is old thought too. And the kids that are becoming, <clears throat> that were kids that are now your age, mm-hmm. who are making the decisions, they don't have that drive in them to grab, 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 mine, 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 mine. They know that that's going to fall out from underneath them. Yeah, it's going to scare them for a while, yes, but uh, it is an old thought pattern. Yes, it is. I've heard a lot about. Um, older generations calling millennials like unmotivated or oh, they're whatever very motivated. It is. And, and it's true, a lot of them are still. It's just they're not, but what they're not motivated is to do the stuff that the older generation wants right. them to do. Right. So they're them, motivated differently. Okay, right. here's an example. Now the bosses, the bosses who have been big bosses all along, they don't know what to do with this. They will offer uh, a man. Uh, a uh, pay raise and he's got to work more hours for it and he says no I'd rather you didn't I'd rather you give me more time with my family Mm -hmm. what? more time with your family? yes they're honoring that they they have seen their fathers and their grandfathers before them not know their families only the mama knew it and the mama was worried all the time so uh she was not very much of a good example of the fact that uh, we aren't living in a reality of fear all the time because she was scared. And now that we've gotten some, some, uh, a wider spread,
spread of people being fed, people being okay. Mm-hmm. Now we're finding out what what we really want is more time with our families. Right. I don't know of anybody, any, I never heard, not even once, now you think of it, I never heard one big executive or big, big power person who was dying and said, gee, I need you to spend more time at the office. Yeah. Not one. They right. all say, I should have spent more time with my family. And even, um, I think David Bowie in his later years, he said um, a lot of what he cared about and valued early on in life, he realized that later in life it was really the people who cared about him or who really cared about him or closest to him were still the same people before he entered the world that he did. Mm-hmm. And um, he, his values changed, you mm-hmm. know, and, and he really wanted um, to have that connection with, you know, well, his friends and yes, family more yes. than than he did with trying to get his name out there. You exactly. Know? And at first you think if you get your name out there, you're going to get all of this money and all of this stuff, and so you'll be able to bring lovely and pretty to everybody. Well, right. what they think they, all the things they think they have to have in order to be happy, that just gets bigger. The pile gets taller. So you're never going to meet it. Never, never, never. So then finally they begin to realize it. Who is the one? Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember the president's name. Um, anyway, I can't, I can't. It's not coming to me right now. But, but he was one of our presidents that was not married. And uh, he said the most lovely time he could ever remember in his life was he had the flu real bad. And uh, one of the aides there at the White House was spoon-feeding him this soup, the love that was transferred that between that aide and him. And he said, that was my best time. Oh. <laughs> and one wouldn't expect that to happen. Mm-hmm. But it's true. It's absolutely true. And another thing that you, you called early on that I've noticed a lot of a trend in now is I, I don't know how long ago, maybe two or three years ago or something, but you said something like the people who don't mean well or who are out for themselves or whatever, it's going to become more difficult for them to get away with it, more and more difficult. Yes, it is. Things yes, like that. The is. dark force is more and more difficult. Mm-hmm. And and that's shown itself both in ways that the darker forces are trying to retaliate, mm-hmm. but an overwhelming, um, as we were saying, momentum towards um, the the lighter side and people Mm -hmm. discovering each other. Mm -hmm. And um, so a couple of things that I've noticed that have happened in that vein is, um, so you know know about Facebook, everybody's on Facebook. Mm -hmm. But um, things that they used to be, able to get away with like taking people's information and using yes. them for different mm-hmm. things in campaigns or whatever mm-hmm. that would have probably been much easier to kind of slide under the radar and mm-hmm. like so recently Facebook has come up for privacy issues and sharing information mm-hmm. to benefit politicians mm-hmm. and then you have the um I don't know if you've heard of the hashtag me too movement 
where women no, are coming out. <laughs> I'm a little slow catching all those things. Yes, yes, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, women coming out um, in the music industry and movie industry talking about sexual harassment that they face, mm-hmm. you know, which has sort of been a trend since Bill Cosby, you mm-hmm. know, came under the spotlight for that. Mm-hmm. And it's like things that men have gotten away with for years in the entertainment industry and in, you know, other industries as well, you know, where it was like a woman would be shamed if she came out and said something. Exactly. And so now it's like they can't get away with that. Mm-hmm. And then there's, you know, um, there's good cops in this world too, but there's been cop shootings, um, mm-hmm. you know, towards, uh, you know, minorities mm-hmm. and people um, becoming more sensitive to race issues. And then we have the, um, like never before, I mean, I would say, you know, Civil rights were a good time for a lot of minorities to get rights. I think now uh, the last group that hasn't received that sort of recognition is has been the gay people, and then now it's going into the trans even, and mm-hmm. how you identify your gender and mm-hmm. and being stereotypical to a gender, you know, or having to fit a mold. Mm-hmm. So now there's like unisex bathrooms, which mm-hmm. is bringing up on trans rights. So um, I mean, it may be sometimes overly politically yes, correct. Overly and, done, and that's to confuse the masses so that they get weary with it and then decide, mm-hmm. well, it's all junk. I just right. don't want to hear any about it anymore. Right. Because that is a trick that is done in the media to put overload of information until you just say, well, I just really don't want to hear about it anymore. I'm tired of that subject. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you the thing that happened to me many years ago. I was uh, working in a beauty shop, and I was talking with one of my customers uh, who has a direct connection with Archangel Michael. Mm-hmm. And um, we were talking about because this type of thing is very, very normal kind of talk to me. Well, some other people were in the shop, and they were like, they were frowning, and you know, how could this person think that she had a connection with that and everything? Well, I, I am quite aware that she does, and some of the miraculous things that that she has done, and yet she doesn't go around announcing it and everything. She was talking to me about it. So I spoke to my to another friend who was quite into understanding that kind of stuff and it being normal and natural to her. And I said, do you think I should have discouraged that talk because it disturbs some people? She said, no, don't make it your theme song. But that was the first time they heard it. And remember how we talked about people want the familiar, mm-hmm. even if it's something that is uh, harmful to them? something that 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 is just treacherous, it's still familiar. Right. She said, well, that's the first time they heard it. Then they'll hear it somewhere else. By the fourth, fifth time they hear it, then they're ready to hear it. They're ready to consider it. So go ahead. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. But don't make it your theme song. Don't shove information down anybody's throat. It's like when when um, a wild animal, mm-hmm. you could come up with exactly what they love to eat 
and come up to him very fast and hand it to him, they're going to run away or they're going to attack you. Lay it out there so that they can come up and touch it a little bit, touch it a little bit, look around, see if it's safe, touch it a little bit. And do that on a regular basis. And then soon it will become the familiar way and they won't be afraid because fear it's huge, it's huge, it's huge everywhere, and always has been. And and um, I would love to tell you that I wasn't filled with fear, so of course I am. I've heard I've heard even on um, coast to coast there was a guest who was talking about um, how this planet has been an experiment in fear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and maybe some other topic we can get into you know, different dimensions Mm -hmm. or why Mm -hmm. we find ourselves in a planet that's heavy with fear or Mm -hmm. people of a similar consciousness. But um, I think, you know, and in a lot of ways, there is just a density of fear, Mm -hmm. particularly on this plane that we all have to deal with. On that subject, though, Art Bell passed. Art Mm -hmm. Bell was one of our very, very first uh, announcers who opened up talk radio. Oh. And he was very, very good at it. And he was the best hacker I've ever heard. Why I wanted to buy things I had no use for if he was selling it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted that thing. And uh, it. he opened the door. He opened the door, and he was a smart man. He was cautious. He didn't open the door so wide open that there were so many unfamiliar subjects being being introduced, little bit by little bit by little bit. And he kept uh, religion out of it for this reason. Now, at that time when he started, and it's still quite there, Religion can be so close-minded, so close-minded. Uh, it's supposed to free you, but everyone that I got involved with, I ended up with a straitjacket on me. Well, you can't do this, and you can't do that, and you can't do this, and you can't do that. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought this was love and everything. Mm-hmm. Then... I found that a lot of it had to do with just wording. If they had said, this could bring you uncomfortableness, and instead of saying, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, how about let's talk about what you can, you can, you can, you can, you can, you can do. Because there again, it's focused on the negative and the fear. Exactly. Even though it's trying to be loving, it's focused on all the negativity. Exactly. And it's like when you were being raised... Uh, I kept telling you all the time, nobody can harm you until you give them permission to harm you. And how you give them permission to harm you is that you believe them. You believe that they're more powerful than you are. I got and you said with... to me, And you said to me, well, then why won't you just let me run around with anybody? I said, because you can be hypnotized, honey. You let somebody with Uzi gun ch- come jumping right in the middle of this room right, right now. I will be immediately hypnotized and believe that they can harm me. But if I could hold that, hold that calm and look at them straightly and simply not react to it, it scares them. 
it scares them. And then they no longer believe that they can, they can harm you in that little bit of pause. Now you don't want to come in and harm them because you're on the same level. Mm-hmm. Immediately you replace it with love. Now that takes practice and momentum. Mm-hmm. But people are starting to do it everywhere. Just everywhere. And um, another thing is a lot of the the music now is more uplifting. I don't know if you've yes. noticed that. Yeah, you know, it, it seems like it seems to yes. me like after nine eleven, mm-hmm. um, you know, we entered a more uncertain, scary time for a lot of people in America, mm-hmm. and maybe they were just tired of of all of hearing all the negativity, and they needed mm-hmm. they needed a different vibration. They needed. Mm-hmm. I heard a really good uh, quote from George Lucas. I was watching mm-hmm. an interview on him recently, and he said he was making a movie about um, all the things that that he was noticing in the world that he didn't like, like people becoming more separate um, mm-hmm. and, like, more interested in technology than one another. Mm-hmm. And that movie actually flopped. And then mm-hmm. when he des- he decided, well, I've got a family now and I've, I've got to make a living, mm-hmm. he's like, um, let me let me try something else. Mm-hmm. So the first thing he did, um, his friend Francis Ford Coppola, another director, told him, well, why don't you try doing something with a sense of humor? I bet you can't pull that off. Beautiful. And then George Lucas... The wonderful that, medicine humor. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, yeah, let me finish then. So he, he did American Graffiti, and mm-hmm. then he wanted to do something that was um, just a little more, like, also lighthearted, but would help teach like kids a lesson and mm-hmm. and uh you know something uh early on in their life that could lead to a healthier development mm-hmm. and um in doing so he made uh, a movie about a world that they would want to see or what they would want the world to be like instead. Uh-huh. and when he uh made that kind of movie and he realized what mm-hmm. he had done he mm-hmm. realized that it's better to help people by showing them the world as they wish it were mm-hmm. rather than as it is because as it is I think most people do know you know mm-hmm. subconsciously that things are you know not perfect things are there's a lot of problems in the world but mm-hmm. what they need to do is maybe not focus on those problems so much as the the vision of the world that they want to create and once mm-hmm. he started making that type of movie then um, his movies became more successful mm-hmm well, even mm-hmm. today, on a simple, simple little thing, I I got in the car, I'm going down the street, and it is one of my pet peeves for the very second that the light turns green, the guy behind you is honking their horn. Mm-hmm. And that happened. And I thought, got it. No, I'm not a road rage person. I thought, got it. I mean, what did this person want? Did me, me to to just jump right out in in the middle of the the intersection without taking a look even first first, mm-hmm. and then I went on down about two three the same same thing happened, and I was very careful to make sure that I wasn't just like holding on and then making my move, mm-hmm. and then I thought about the people and I thought oh my goodness, just like Edgar totally told us that 
person and the other person wanted to get where they were going to go go and be so then they could be happy. Mm-hmm. It never occurred to them to be happy along the way. And when I catch myself in my work day, and, I, and, and I'm getting uptight, 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 I say, oh, my goodness, you're already on to the next customer concerned about whether you're going to be late for them or not, and what about the one that's right in front of you? There's got to be something really, really special about that person. So look for that, and then I begin to calm. I've also found out something. When you are, and this works 100% of the time, when you're going to get something, there's always Mm -hmm. some tension involved in it. When you go to give something, as long as you're not trying to get something because you gave something, there's always peace with it. If you give so that you can be recognized, you give so somebody will appreciate you, tension. Mm -hmm. But you just give for the sake of giving and leave it alone. Let the other person, give them a little bit of time to even recognize that they have been given to It's always peaceful, 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, this is the change that, that, is, that is happening. Uh, you are going to find places all over the place that are pushing, pushing, pushing. One of the things that's interesting to me, I'll see on television and they will have an ad for going to the dentistry work, say, uh, uh, being a dental assistant. You will make yada, 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 yada amount of dollars. Doesn't say anything about how good it'll make you feel because you're helping somebody not have a toothache or anything. Right, right. And I go, whoa. And when I watch those commercials, even, I'm uptight. I'm uptight. I don't even realize that I'm uptight. Mm-hmm. But then, suggesting that you're incomplete. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And, 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 uh, and then when I watch a commercial where it's about giving to this or giving to that, I mean, truly just giving and not giving to be great or wonderful, or a news story about somebody who just gave, I relax too because we're all connected. We are one spirit. Well, another and thing that's, that's hard that is that is hard for us to recognize because we, in appearance, we look chopped up, mm-hmm. but we're not. We're we're really really not, and that's why when nine eleven happened, mm-hmm. little kids in nursery school and everything sat down on the floor and started crying. They don't know anything about politics or, or anything like that. They felt it. They felt it. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, one thing that um, that's making it easier for people to bring out their own interests or, or what what they want instead of what they're you know used to be 
in the media, you'd have to watch what was on TV. Exactly. You, know, you had no choice. You need entertainment. You're at home. You have to turn on TV. Mm-hmm. Now with the Internet, people can choose their own media and their own things that they're interested in, like things on YouTube. Right. Well, look and what you're doing right now. See, these podcasts are fantastic. When I tell these elders in here, in mm-hmm. my shop, because mine is mostly elders, about it, I'll say, what? And I'll say, a little talk sh- I said, wouldn't you like to just... Just chit chat and uh, and allow other people to hear the beauty of the connection between a mother and her child. That's mm-hmm. everywhere, everywhere. Even the president has a mother. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they're in. Hopefully, their their kids can uh, help them with that. I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of times people don't mm-hmm. have that connection. To be honest, no, but, they don't. No, they um, don't. But in the certainly household. that's what mm-hmm. that's what um, millennials are help doing for um, yes. a lot of the older generations is, is giving yes, them a are. voice or new new ways yes, to communicate. Yes, they are doing it through yes, Facebook or, or whatever, you know. Well, I'm going to share something with you that is happening, and it's still quite quiet, and I can hardly wait. I certainly hope it happens in my lifetime mm-hmm. uh, when it's going to start being seen. A friend of mine, Dave, you'll remember Dave, uh, mm-hmm. he, on a, on, on, not this Easter, but last Easter, we, a bunch of us friends all got together, and he said, I have an Easter present for you. Well, Dave's always bringing all this candy and everything, and I really don't much like candy, but, but I always pretend to <laughs> So anyway, he went and he brought this. Uh, DVD and it is what is happening in little spots all over the place here was this little girl she was about six years old and she was sitting out on the patio and then her older sister who was about eight was just off the edge of the patio there standing doing something and the father walks up and says to the first little child what are you doing and she says oh daddy sit here with me I'm watching this rose bloom mm-hmm. I said oh yes daddy they could gentle themselves down enough and I'm quite sure that when that love was transferred to that flower because of my experience at Benhorn Garden in Scotland, mm-hmm. when we give when we give the love to these plants, they totally respond. And then the other little girl who stepped outside, she said, I'm watching a strawberry ripen. And this wasn't pretend stuff. This is for real. Mm-hmm. And somebody who had known that there were these children, and there's children now in Mexico that are so intuitive that they have to be hidden away because people want to hurt people who have this extra ability. This will change. This will change. But right now, uh, they don't. They don't have to uh, turn on a uh, a computer. They already know what's on the computer. 
and and there's uh, do you have this thing? Do you have a visitor? <laughs> Mom. Well, we seem to lost Kay. She's having a conversation. Travis? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, say hello. Say something you want to ask you here. This is Norma. Hello, Travis. Hi. How are you? I'm great. I'm the la- I'm the lady. If something happens to your mom, I'm gonna take over. Oh, good. <laughs> nice to <laughs> okay. meet you. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So is everything okay? You, you, yeah, everything's you, okay. She just dropped by the shop to say hello to me. Oh, okay. Well, um. Uh, well, you want to wind this up? Yeah, yeah. We can. We can continue okay. later. Alrighty, well this is Kay and um, I'm asking you all to reach over, take your candle wick, light it off of my candle wick, and then send that light on to the world. Each one to another, and even though it looks tiny, oh my, what a bonfire of love we're going to have. And even though things look scary, like there's all these shootings and all these things that make people scared, um, just know that that there's a lot of good too. There's a lot of light that's going to be entering this planet, and things like women's rights, gay rights, racial rights. Everybody will be seen as an equal, and we'll all come together and eventually see that we're one. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us.